You heard my voice. It's time for what? The Homo Talk Show. Y'all already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri D. It's your boy, Troy. Music on everything. Hey, what's up? It's Rajiv, you know, Mr. It's your boy, Rocky, the Chicago Hawkins. Go get my book, Apple Book, Black Therapy. I mean, I, I stay in Atlanta, but I ain't from Atlanta. <laughs> hey, yeah, Chi-Town. NYC, Harlem boy on day from Harlem, but... From Atlanta. Here representing Perverse TV, so let's get right to it. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? What's going on, world? It's Monday. You know what time it is. You know what that means. You hear my voice. It's time for what? The Homo Talk Show. So, you know, for the view, you know, we like to get to, the, get to knowing who we got in the building this week. So, we're going to start with this. Who, who we got in the building this week? Talk to me. Hey, what's up? It's Rajiv, you know, Mr. Does Everything. <laughs> Mr. Does Everything. All right, now, no problem with that. I feel you. You got to be out getting it done, especially since Corona, now. All right, all right. Also, talk to me. Who else we got in the building? It's your boy, Rocky, the Chicago author. Go get my book, Apple Books, Black Therapy. Come on, Black Therapy. Y'all heard her here first, right now, right here. Also, who else we got in the building? The Queen, talk to me. Y'all already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri D. You know, and that, last but not least, it's your boy, Troy Music on everything. But before we get started, I need to know where people are from, checking in in the building. You know, talk to, first of all, uh, uh, um, Sorry, getting in confused. I see this Zoom got me all blew it up. I'm going to start with Rajiv. Rajiv, where you calling from? Since you knew, talk to me now. I'm going to see if you're calling somewhere else where you had anybody call from. You know, where you calling in from? I'm from Atlanta. Oh, from Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. Okay. You in, the, you in the headquarters over there with the Yuri, somewhere down the street and around the corner. Okay. AT on the door then. Yeah. All right. That's all right. And of course, uh, in the building, we got Shottown. Hey, Shottown in the background. Rocky calling from Shotown, right? I My bad. I about. thought you had said Rocky. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Shotown. 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 That's all right. Shotown in the building. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And Mr. G, of course, where you at, girl? I know where you at. You the same place Mr. Rajiv is at. Where you at, Yuri? <laughs> like, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I stay in Atlanta, but I ain't from Atlanta. <laughs> Oh, shit, no, I'm starting on trouble, okay? Um, but she's in Atlanta now. She's she not from there, but she's in there. And last but least, of course, the boy I told you, she's a NYC Harlem boy all day from Harlem, but, um, you know, how we do. So without further ado, let's get right into our homo tea, if you guys are cool with that. Um, I think it's something eagerly first on the list today. I'm talking about Amazon. Let's get it, you. And one, two... Three. Everybody's happy faces. Okay. Boop. Okay. So our next little piece of um our, our little piece of topic is um about Amazon. Amazon sets to open 1,000 neighborhood small delivery hubs. So in the past year, Amazon has gone from 1,800 shares to as high as 3,500 shares. Also, in this pandemic, Jeff Bezos has doubled the billions of his net worth. Aaron Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron feels that these new upcoming neighborhood distribution centers that can get prime members their order same day are very exciting. Downside, this will probably put even more mom and pop shops out of business. 
Aaron doesn't feel that a company should be punished just because they're winning. Amazon is winning. Aaron remembers his discussion with his dad about monopolies and the necessity for checks and balances. What can these mom and pop Main Street USA shops do to combat Amazon? Okay, so for me, Amazon is an open platform for everybody to sell on. So these mom and pops can actually put their products on the Amazon website as well to get their products out there internationally. Um, I also feel like um, if that's the case, if they have a problem with Amazon and they want to stay very independent, um, you have to think of an innovative way to connect with your community. Like you can't just provide the same service that Amazon does. You have to do something that connects you to the community that you're trying to market to. So like if I'm right here in the middle of Atlanta, I need to, you know, if that's my primary customer is the Atlanta person, I need to make sure that I interact with this community and show them that this product benefits them. It's not just a product for your home or a product for the moment. It's a product where you're giving back to your community and helping your community grow. And like I would say that Amazon don't care about you. They care about their profits. I'm right here in your community. I care about our neighborhoods being safe, our neighborhoods being clean. I understand what you're going through tax-wise, and that's why I try to compensate with the prices. I try to, you know, be more meaningful in our community because I'm in our community. Um, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, Troll, uh, Rocky, what do you think? Um, well, I would say, I mean, I really don't have a a strategy or a thought about how they can combat, uh, com combat with uh, Amazon, because Amazon actually, I mean, it's doing its thing. I mean, they would have to honestly, you know, be very creative and, uh, you know, really think about like, you know, maybe like a different way to, to present, you know, products that people need. Um, so I don't know really what to say about that because I mean, how do you, how can you compete with Amazon? They, they got everything, you know, especially, uh, times like this where people, a lot of people, everybody don't go out and buy things and stuff, you know, at stores, they usually go like straight to Amazon nowadays because, you know, it's convenience. Well, um, Rajiv, we can go with you. Um, let's, what do you think about this in regards to Amazon? Well, just personally for me, I feel like, I mean, I, I, I honestly don't think that mom pops are really that much in danger. Um, maybe like if maybe anybody who's trying to become an up and coming mom pop, then they probably would be. But I feel like in most places that are already like established mom pop, you know, corporations, I feel like they're fine because a lot of people like even though there are like, you know, Amazon is this big internet type of situation where people don't actually have to get up and physically go to stores. I do feel like when it comes to certain places, people prefer the interaction. They prefer like to walk into like a store or, a, you know, a restaurant or wh whatever type of establishment. They prefer to walk in there, see a smiling face, talk to people. Oh, you know, oh, does this look good on me? You know, oh, let me let me taste this. You know, see if I see if I want to buy this cake. 
whatever. Like I feel like I feel like that is still very much a thing. Um, well, especially for people you know my age and older. Like we 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 kind of still like interaction. You know, most people. I feel like the whole you know Amazon thing is probably just for like the younger uh, generation coming up because I feel like a lot. I know for me personally, I prefer to still go to a store. Um, so, I mean, even though I do buy a lot of stuff off Amazon, I do, I, you know, I do use Amazon a lot, but I don't think that a lot of established mom pops are really that, that much in danger when it comes to the whole Amazon thing. And then as Yuri said, you know, they can always partner with Amazon and, and, and just, you know, they can have both, they can have their store and then they can have like the online option and all that type of stuff. So, yeah. All right. Well, it seemed like um, we should get a stamp on it and see what Troy thinks. Oh, get a stamp on it. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> so, but um, I think ultimately, like um, what you said, that I don't think that mom and pop stores should be affected or will be affected. Because first of all, Amazon can make a bacon, egg, and cheese. Okay? Amazon cannot uh, dry clean my clothes, and Amazon cannot wash and dry them to my house. You know what I'm saying? So Amazon can only do so but so much. So mom and papa, if y'all still doing what y'all doing, you know, you should be able to continue to thrive in, in a sense, unless you're trying to deliver packages and or stuff from online. You, there's no competition. You can't win. Do something else. But they, there's a lot of things that mom and papa can do that Amazon can't do. So as long as you're doing something Amazon can't do, you can still stay in business. On top of that, like Yuri said, um, you, you might not can't beat them, but you can join them. And if you can't beat them, you can join them and partner with them and maybe say, hey, you can get some, I got some extra space in the back. They can drop some deliveries off in the back. Amazon's such a delivery person in the back back here and use your space. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. So like a partnership will be, you can't beat them. But a partnership and joining with them or doing something they're not doing is going to help you stay in business. Um, so I don't think mom and pop stores will be affected. I just feel like um, UPS and all these other, like certain places that, so I'm not a UPS because they, they ship other stuff, but like, Certain places like like um, eBay and things like that, they're just taking over the market. We don't need any of that stuff. Like I remember when eBay was that shit. Like you ordered everything on eBay, everything on Craigslist. So, but now you know Amazon is Amazon is Amazon is Amazon. So you just fucking, um, which is not bad. Um, shout out to Amazon and getting the money. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like it ain't gonna affect them if they're doing the right thing. Get out there and uh, start sampling some of the making negative pieces to the people in the community, so that when things start getting crazy. They ain't gonna let mom and pop go because they're like, nah, we stand for them. Don't nobody else do it like they do it, you know? So, um, yeah, that's how I feel. And that's my intake. Um, you wanna wrap it up on this, uh, Yuri, or you wanna go back to number two? Okay, well, I mean, that sounds like pretty much everything there. Um, so I guess we can go on and move on to the next subject, Troy. Awesome. So people.com, well, according to people.com, define, as Andrew would say, Mary Andrew Gullum. That's what we're going to be talking about for this second topic. So according to people.com, Andrew Gullum says, I identify as bisexual in his first interview since the hotel scandal with another man. So hopefully you guys can check out the article from people.com and you know, check out some of the things that were provided for us. But this is what we're talking about today. For the LGBTQ plus community, why does it do more harm than good when a public figure is pushed out of the closet under negative circumstances. Why does it do more, more good than harm? Ultimately, the person is still adding to our, our few plus numbers, you know? Um, this has happened many times before, and some choose to reveal the truth, while others choose to continue to deny everything. Um, is, is it a sign that we're making progress? What's going on? So, you know, when it comes to this, why, when a public figure is pushed 
Why is a public figure? Why is a public figure pushed out of the closet under negative circumstances when it comes to you know being a public figure? When you know everybody wants to be included. Um, I feel like for me personally, um, it's always harder being in the public eye and being free, um, which you should be. But you know when you think about how you know the audience is everything or what you're doing, like friends being a governor, it's like. Maybe a couple of years ago, that would have been taboo, but I feel like now in today's time, in, in 2020, you know, with all Black Lives Matter and all these different movements, it's, you should stand up and say, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe two, three years ago, there's no reason why you should be in the closet in 2020. But all these different letters of the LGBTQ spectrum, find one, if that's who you are. But there's no reason to still be in the closet. Like, there's no reason to be sneaking around at, no, I'm not going to go there. Um, <laughs> Because you shouldn't be able to start making so it around. I'm sorry. Um, come on. You're too grown for that. Like, life is too short. You know, you can die tomorrow. And you're going to be so concerned about what somebody's opinions that, that can't pay your bills is doing. Opinions can't pay bills, okay? So you can keep them. I don't care. And so they can pay my client out of some bills. I don't care about what you got to say. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to leave you. Um, but I feel like it's harder for them because of the public influence that they have around them. Oh, if you do this, oh, if you do that, oh, if you do this. But in all nationality, if you actually be yourself, you'll probably be more, um, more appealing to those people who may have never thought about voting or politics or thought about voting for you. But now, you know, you're being true to yourself and who you are. I feel like now that's the better way to gain people's trust is to be honest and be true. Um, when, people can, when, you, when people can pull your rug from under the desk, the rug that's from under, on you, then that's when the issues start. So just be, be true, be honest, be yourself. And can't nobody hold nothing over you. They can blackmail you, hold nothing over your head. Hey, you did it. Stand up. Hey, I did it. You was in the hotel with the man. With a man at that, you can't tell me you ain't got some sexuals going, bisexual, pansexual, something. You want these sexuals now. You're a man in a, in a hotel room with another man. So that, that, that's not straight. That's one of the LGBTQs, okay? So um, it, it just sucks that, you know, it has been a way in the past, but hopefully going forward now, it's not pushing a negative light and people can actually be themselves. Just come on, be free. There's a lot of colors of the rainbow. A lot of support out here. Now it's the time to be free. Um, and so that's my intake on this. I'm going to go with Rocky um, next on this. Rocky, what is your intake on, um, on all of this? Talk to me when it comes to, um, you know, him, you know, coming out and saying, hey, I'm bisexual. And, you know, why is it such a negative thing for people in the public eye to be coming out as bisexual? Why is it more, more harm than good? Talk to me. Um, what I believe is, I, I think that, when you are a celebrity and you're in the public eye, people worry about losing fans and, and losing, you know, business because, you know, so many people follow them. Uh, particularly, I think that black people, black men have it harder when they're celebrities um, because, you know, they worry about the judgment because we're, we're, we're so focused on you know, what other people may think. People have taught us that it was, was wrong to be anything that is not heterosexual and all this other stuff. So, you know, they think that they're, that, you know, they got their back against the wall and they have to be somebody that they are not. So. But I do agree with, with, with the fact that, you know, I mean, it is 2020. Be comfortable, you know what I mean? You know, they you know what 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 you eat don't make somebody else you know what. So <laughs> you know, yeah, we definitely yeah. Oh, got you. 
Um, okay, cool. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to go um, to Yuri on this. Yuri, talk to me. Still.com. Andrew Gellin in the hotel room now. He says, I'm about that cool. You know, why is it a bad thing when more more harm than good when people come out to the LGBTQ, when they come out the closet? Why well, is it such a bad thing? But it's a good thing. In the LGBTQ. Yuri G. Miss Yuri G. Touch it you, I think it's still hard for any and everybody to come out because there's so many stigmas with different titles. Um, and there's some brands and some people who don't want to be connected to those stigmas. Like um, like one of the biggest stigmas or, you know, um, stereotypes is if you're gay, you're most likely to, you know, be positive, which any and everybody has the opportunity to be positive, but they try to make it seem like, oh, well, I don't want to be connected with anything HIV. Um, and especially with people still using the kind of language like sick and, you know, the shit. <coughs> Nobody's going to be interested in being connected to anything that people have any negative um, convert, um, conversations about. Like, oh, he got that shit. Oh, he's sick. Um, you know, anything like that, like people haven't educated themselves and changed the language or whatever. Like it's very different now. And so like um, another thing is you coming out is bisexual. Like you truly are someone who has two separate interests that you love. And some people will not recognize that as, as two separate things. They're like, either you like boys or girls. So either you got to be straight or you got to be gay. You cannot be bisexual. They don't understand what a pansexual is. They don't understand none of that. So it's like, um, in order to be safe to who they are in their brand and being able to continue to be in the limelight and work and collect checks and do what they love or have the lifestyle they want, sometimes it's easier just to keep your mouth shut because if it was a regular lifestyle, then it'll be a little bit easier, but when your lifestyle is what brings you checks and in order for you to have that lifestyle you have to you know accommodate brands i can understand the reason for not wanting to come out so like it it, it is 2020 but people also got to think about marketing and different things that are attached with labels so i i can understand the way i can understand the struggle and um i'm just happy that he comfortable doing it. Well, I mean, getting busted in the hotel with another man will make you more enough to do it at some point. I'm just saying, when the truth is out there, you might as well come on out. Um, but I totally understand what you're saying you know, from your perspective. So I appreciate that. And uh, of course, last but not, not least on this YG, uh, come to me, what do you feel about this? Why has it been more harm than good? Well, see, for me, I actually just want to piggyback off of what Rocky was saying because I fully agree with that type of um that 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 uh statement that he made um about how it's much more difficult for black people for black gay people and i feel like one of the reasons is because of the what i call brainwashing and conditioning that has been done to us as a community mm -hmm. a, a lot of black people as you're growing up namely like in the church and all type of stuff like you're being taught men are supposed to do this men are supposed to do that men are supposed to be this and have this and not do that and da, 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 da. so all this stuff that we have in our head since 
like since we were little kids when you're growing up and you have feelings about you know being gay or being bisexual or being you know being anything other than straight that's already a struggle within itself and so you being a public figure you're like, oh, I got, you know, little black boys and little black girls looking up to me and I know what their parents are going to think if I come out and blah, 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 blah. And that's sad because it shouldn't be like that at all. Like the thing about it is that it's, it's really an unfortunate thing because I feel like that whole situation, it really is unfortunately a black community issue because it's a lot less likely to happen with the white people. The white, the white people when you got people like Sam Smith and all, like when you got all these white celebrities and white figures that are out here and they're openly gay, openly bi, whatever like that, it's not that big of, it's not as, as big of a deal because they don't have the same shackles on them as the black community does because we, you know, for some strange reason, we've taught our kids that it's bad and oh, no, 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 don't do this, don't be yourself or whatever. Like, so to me, that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest part that is the harmful part is the self-harm is because you're struggling with yourself trying to figure out like, dang, you know, like, should I say this? Should I do that? Da, da, da? What's my mom going to think? What's this going to think? What's that? And, and it, 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 it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mind fuck. Sorry to say that, but that's just really what it is. Like, it's really, that's, that's to me, that's the worst part about it. Like, forget all the outside stuff. It's the internal stuff that really messes with you and leads you to like have that battle about whether or not you should come out on top of what Yuri was talking about with like the marketing and the brands that are trying to endorse you and all that extra stuff going on. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing that I think is that it's just, we, it's gotta, we gotta change that, especially cause it, like it, it is 2020 and that type of narrative needs to be changed. It's outdated. Right. It definitely is outdated. This has been a dope topic. Awesome. I'm loving this today now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick things off for number three, which is still back to me, so you, you ain't gotta get too scared. You got to me. Um, and then you'll end things off at home with you with the next topic. But this topic is our, um, according to a YouTube interview, with Swiss Beats believe Swiss Beats and Timberland believe that Janet Jackson doesn't have enough hits to go against Missy Elliott. Um, so you guys seen that? Um, and this is our, our Beats test. That Beats test that we that we you know have our own little versions. You know how we do. Reverse test, we have our beat set. So this is, this is for us. So um, each of us are going to go through three questions, real fast, real sweet. Um, so basically, yes, Jenny has been in industry many years, and she's been a fan base, and she has a fan base out of this world. Um, needless to say, Missy has also produced many hits for other, um, for other artists, and it's just her own hits. That's probably what she's meant by Missy can be multiple people. So our, our beat set's first question is this. Why is Janet and Missy a good matchup for Versus? Um, and you're gonna give two reasons. So I'll go with myself first on why they're a good why they're a good matchup. I just think one, it'll be great for entertainment just because they're having two queens in the same room. Um, I think it'll be super dope. And two, just because to prove the point of <laughs> that we'll have enough music to go against Missy Elliott and the person. Um, you know, Missy's not just a singer. Um, you know, she does so many things. So. Um, I think it'll be good because, you know, it'll make proof and also, too, it'll be great for entertainment. So, that's my little two things. Um, Ravi, two reasons why you think Jenna Jackson and Missy will be a great thing, a great little match. Why you think it'll be good. Okay, so three reasons why they would be a good match. It's a little harder. So, two reasons. Oh, good. That's less because I don't got because I'm on my own. Because, I mean, I love them both, but, like, the good match, I'm like, ooh. But I guess two two good reasons would be, yes, that they are both 
really big, um, you know, figures and that they are uh, good friends with each other and they've worked together several times. So that would be my two reasons. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right, Rocky. Two reasons why Missy Elliott and uh, Janet will actually be a good friend. So I'm one of the biggest Janet Jackson fans, okay? And I'm one of the biggest Missy Elliott fans. As much as I love them and I watch interviews where they be like giving each other props at awards and stuff, I love it. But I don't think it's a good match. We'll say that for the next two reasons. Hold on to that. <laughs> okay, uh, so with 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 Janet and 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 Janet is a Jackson. First off, she has a lot of great music. Missy has a lot, and she works, and she's done a lot of things. But it's, it's I don't see a rapper going against a big entertainer like Janet. Got you. Got you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, Monsieur G, two reasons why it would be good. Good matchup for versus. Why would it be good for Missy Elliott and Jamie? I think um, from the outside looking in, it looks like that wouldn't be a good matchup. I think Janet and Missy would be a good match to go versus. Only because I know that um, that Janet, there's not too many girls from her era that are still standing and that can put the same numbers as her. Missy Elliott, on the other hand, she came without a name push behind her. And she has helped multiple artists become hits. So her standing on her own next to a Jackson, that would prove her relevance. And it would show that she could go toe-to-toe with Janet. There's not too many girls that can really go toe-to-toe with Janet with their numbers. She can go toe-to-toe with her fashion, her dancing, her performing, and she doesn't have the Jackson name. So I think that's what's going to make it interesting because if Janet didn't have the Jackson empire behind her, would she really be able to stand next to me? Girl. That's a good one. That's a good one. So so the next one is, the question two is, why wouldn't it be a good versus? And I I started myself. Um, one, because I think that, again, Missy Elliott is a, you know, a rapper, songwriter, producer, and Jimmy Jackson, you know, is an entertainer, you know, it's two different categories, two different calibers, they don't belong in the same box, um, the two great people, but that's why I don't think it'll be great, and ultimately, too, like I said before, I don't think music-wise, you know, Jimmy Jackson, yes, she has a lot of songs, because she's older, but when it comes to the music, you know, she really likes those songs, and, you know, just because she can dance and sing, you know, a whole different thing when you write the music. You hold every kind of check, you know. And especially because Missy came from not, from nothing to something. Take this to the dope. Um, so I'm gonna go with Rosie. Rosie this one same order. Real, um, for the for the best. Uh, sorry, it's called best stuff. I messed it up. My bad. It's called best. Up. Um, Rosie, why wouldn't it be a good uh, versus between Jenna Jackson and uh, And that's much easier. So <laughs> the reason why it wouldn't be, and this thing, it's the thing, I like I say, I do, I do love, I'm huge fans of both of them, but it really, I feel like the, the issue I run into mm-hmm. is just like how you just said, the issue I run into is the fact that Janet is a singer, dancer, you know, entertainer, like that's her situation. Missy has so like, she's, you know, like she's a writer, she's a producer, she's done this, you know, she's, she's a rapper, she's a singer. She, you know, she's got, and then her genre is a little different. Like Missy's more on like the, you know, hip hop slash R&B situation. 
Janet's on the R&B pop situation, you know, and and then like, but I do want to say though, the the whoever that whatever that argument was about Janet not having the hits to go against Missy, whoever said that tried it, but um, yeah, that's basically I, I think that, that's why I think it wouldn't be a good match because I just feel like they're 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 low key in two different lanes, and I feel like that's not <laughs> usually when you when they do verses, it's two artists who are pretty much in the same lane with each other. And I don't see Janet and Missy being in the same lane. Right, right, right. Rocky, talk to me. Why wouldn't it be good? Why is it not Why wouldn't it? I'm going to go off of what Rajiv said because at the end of the day, Janet is a entertainer slash singer. Now, okay, yeah, Missy Elliott can hold that weight. Do you see what I'm saying? But the fact that, yeah, you're talking about two different genres. I really don't see, um, like, if you're going to match Janet, put Janet against Madonna. Why Missy Elliott? I don't see it. Okay. I'll see how we can make those moves. All right. I like that. For the, um, record, for the record, most of Janet's competition isn't around anymore. Let's just be honest. But go ahead. Okay. We can go with that. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, but and maybe it's taking uh, uh in the room. I'm gonna take over for say Yuri. So, what do you think? Two reasons uh, why Missy Elliott and um, sorry, Missy Elliott and um, Janet Jackson wouldn't be uh, a good matchup for versus. Oh, that's hard because I I would have said they would have they they would have been. Well, um, well, give us a reason why you thought they would because we already did that. That was the first question. The second question was why they win. So tell us why you think they win and why they win. Um, so I, I, the, quick, the reason why I feel like they would is I, I think that they're both, both Janet and Missy really don't have any rivals when it comes to their lane. I think there are people who are close, but I feel like both Missy and Janet are kind of in a lane of their own. You would for Janet Jackson, you would kind of give a Madonna, but I also feel like Janet has a different space than Madonna. Janet is Janet is she's pop, she's R and B, she's hip hop, she's dance music, she's kinda all over the place. And Madonna to me is not as eclectic musically as Janet Jackson is. I think you compare them because they both kind of have that pop similarity, but uh, Janet covers a lot more genres than Madonna does. The only reason why I could even question why they shouldn't be compared is because Missy is more um, more rap and, you know, Janet is more R&B pop. Um, but that's that's that. That's if I have to just throw a reason, but I really think they could go total. Yeah, because I mean, who? I, 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 but for the reason of discussion, I'm saying that. Okay. Only okay. for the discussion, because at the end of the day, I don't think there's a genre or anything of that nature that should separate the people. If you're a true yeah. artist, you're able to touch every demographic. Well, I don't know what the two artists we got today. I mean, what artist was before to the artist now is totally different. Um, anybody can, you know, make their own music and, you know, be an artist with, you know, GarageBand and, and SoundCloud. So, um, and so it's totally different. Um, but, uh-huh. Did anybody, did anybody, can, did, can you, did anybody correlate, like, 
So I just feel like they're so similar because they make dance music. Like we're talking about their specific genre. Like, okay, yes, Janet is more R&B pop and, and Missy is more like hip hop. But to me, their history both is because people dance to their music. Like they, as artists, are both artists where Janet, you know Janet as a dancer. Like Janet is a dancer. Like that is to me the top you know, of her artistry. And with Missy Elliott, anytime you turn to Missy Elliott's song, it's a bop, it's a dance song, whether it's choreography or whether it's like, like dance. I feel like that is the, the meat of both of their careers. It's not impossible. And if they did it, it would be great. But the last question is this, so we can move on to our last part of Homo's Tea. Our last part of Homo's Tea is two songs. If they did a versus, what two songs? Oh, yeah. It's, it's all the way in the back. Because I already know y'all bitches be trying it when it comes to this Janet situation. And it's not J-Lo. She cannot go toe-to-toe in that situation. Just to put that out there. Because I already know <laughs> it's a girl out there going to try it. How? Oh, just so you know. Just so you Don't know. Me. Okay. Like, she's a dancer. Put it on Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with my two songs. So my two songs are with Missy, I would say... Um, um, bounce, and I would say um, get your freak on. And with Janet Jackson, I would say what you've done for me lately, and um, I get so lonely. Um, yeah, those are my choices, and I think that those are gonna be the first two songs on my choice for both people. Um, I'm gonna go to um, Maven and Yuri since they look confused. I'm gonna bother them now. <laughs> what two songs um, from each artist? you think would be on the verses? Um, I'm not going to skip you right now. Oh, but, and you're like, oh, Maven, can, can you? <laughs> what two songs from... Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, it don't matter. Y'all team, represent. Somebody represent for the team. Oh, okay. I'll pick one song. You pick one song. So one, one Missy song. Um, one Missy song for what? To go for verses. You go first. What? You go first. Lose control. Oh, y'all that hard? Just give us something. What you think? Your favorite song. Lose control for Missy. I think, um, God, it's so many Yeah. Get get your freak on. So get your freak on and lose control. Okay. Okay. What about Jimmy? Get so long. I get so long. Okay. I'm going to say, oh, my God, I love Janet Lord. Um, I wouldn't say I get so long, but I'm going to go with, um, damn, you got so many. Okay, well, you can go with I get so long again. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Bounce. 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 Rocky, your two songs for each artist that you'll still be dope for the verses if they actually did. Well, I'm gonna go because I'm gonna go outside of the box on this one. Um, two songs for uh, Miss Demita Joe. Uh, yes, Demita Joe. <laughs> Period. Um, I would like to see her do All for You because uh, I believe that was a big hit. And um, someone to call my lover. Okay. 
because those those were big recent, like more of a recent hit for Janet. Everybody like to go for the old school stuff. I mean, Janet got some good new shit too. Okay. Um, and Miss Missy, I would love to see her do Lose Control. I want to see Sierra just pop out of nowhere and just, you know, be a feature. And Cece is another version of Janet. So I love to see that. And then I would love to see her do Takeaway because it was something dedicated to Aaliyah. That would be some, you know, you know, do a little tribute to Aaliyah because you can't forget about Aaliyah. Okay, so for Janet, I would go with If and You Want This, um, because... Even though I feel like You Want This may not have been as big a hit as a lot of people, because people probably don't know that song, but that was a whole situation. So those two would probably be my, my choices for Janet. And then for Missy, I would say, well, and once again, you can see me, I like I, I like the songs that weren't necessarily like super big, <laughs> hit, but, but, but when you hear them, you would still get your life. Now, of course, I would definitely, Lose Control would be one of them, of course, because that's one of like the big dance songs that she has. But another one that I feel like she would really rock the house with would, would be Lick Shots um from yeah like lick shots is a whole situation and pe people pe people don't be knowing like so and that just that yeah. long hey yo hey yo come on best guys this is a great breakfast y'all i didn't take a strawberries and play either y'all don't really got all right one more topic for homeless tea take it over by yuri and then we'll wrap homeless tea up and get right to our homeless topic of the day um, making my way down, Cal. Okay, so the New York Times, um, it's going to be in reference to that article. Um, it's about Brianna Taylor's family to receive 12 million settlement from the city of Louisville. Okay, so I'm going to just read a bit of the article or whatever. Um, in the aftermath of the botched um, police raid in which Miss Taylor was killed, the city was agreed to institute changes aimed at preventing future deaths by officers. After months of protests that turned Breonna Taylor's name into a national slogan against um, police violence, city officials agreed to pay her family $12 million and institute changes aimed at preventing future deaths by officers. The agreement announced Tuesday that a wrongful death lawsuit brought, um, brought by the young woman's family as her mother, her lawyers, and leading activists walked into council chamber alongside the mayor. There was a momentary show of unity after months of nightly, sometimes violent demonstrations that have left Kentucky's largest city boarded up. It comes six months after the death of Miss Taylor, a 26-year-old emergency room technician, and a botched drug raid. But before the state's attorney general had said whether the office... Um, had said whether the officers involved in the shooting would be criminally, criminally charged, a key demand of protest. My administration is not waiting to move ahead with needed reforms to prevent a tragedy like this, uh, this from ever happening again, Mayor Greg Fisher said. When we know um, what the right thing to do is, is when, when you know what the right thing to do is, you do it. So what Aaron said, um, Aaron is um, is sorry to say, even the verbiage used in the article is problematic and presents the problem. 
is the $12 million worth of justice or $12 million worth of sweeping a bigger issue under the rug. The department also promised to make substantial changes. Amron must um, say that most cops are wonderful and there are a few bad apples in the already problematic system. Um, Aaron also agrees with Chris Rock, who said that some professions simply can't afford to have bad apples like airlines, can't afford to have bad apple pilots. Okay, um, so I completely agree with Chris Rock um, on his statement. And um, I somewhat do feel like the $12 million um, was like hush money and sweeping things under rug. Um, but at the same time, if that family is smart enough, they will push, you know, for more rights and create a platform where they can fight for more rights with this money. Um, that's if they're smart. Um, but, you know, I, um, I don't know what all could, you know, is going to happen with them giving them this money. Um, I'm sure it's going to be all kinds of non-disclosures. And that's why I say it's uh, smarter for them to create a platform for all the other unheard voices. You know, like they can create um, an organization, you know, other than just Black Lives Matter. Um, but I mean, it's neither here nor there or whatever. It's like ultimately all of us as a community need to come together on the situation. But seeing that the community came together for Breonna Taylor, the family should continue that legacy by pushing for other voices to be heard. It's just, you know, what I think at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, um, this is the first time that it seemed like Rocky has been, like, really, really quiet. So I want to call him out again. You're going to call some stuff to But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think money brings back Breonna Taylor. I really don't. It. I I want some other stuff to happen. I really want some other stuff to happen. But money, I mean, I I, I think they're trying to find ways to compensate compensate the situation so they can throw this stuff under the rug. But if this stuff keep on continuing, what what can they really do to just solve the situation so that we can can just stop put an end to it. Money don't solve anything when you take when you took somebody's life away. It really doesn't. So, like you have All to right. find better ways to make sure this stuff just don't happen again. <laughs> yeah, that's basically that's just that's the way that I see about it. That I think I, I think about it too is that it's just like, cause cause what exactly is the twelve million dollars for? Like what what is that supposed to be doing? Like and I think that's like a, a serious question. Like what what's the twelve million dollars for? Oh, you asking? Um, it's yeah, for the death of the wealthy death of the young children. But who? They, so they're paying that to like her family. Right, they're paying her family twelve million dollars for her life. Okay, well, I mean that's good and dandy. I mean, because you know, you know, people, you know, anybody could use twelve million dollars. But I mean, at the end of the day, oh yeah, that the twelve million dollars is not your child. That's hush money. Yeah, like that's not that's that, hush money. And and then on top of that, I'm trying to figure out have the have the cops been arrested yet though? 
the cops been thrown in jail yet, though. I mean, I feel like if if it's a really sad situation, if throwing somebody twelve million dollars is easier than just arresting these cops, like that says a lot about the type of system you run in. Like you, you would much rather take twelve million dollars of pretty much the taxpayers' money to pay to push onto somebody rather than do the right thing and throw the cops in jail. I'm very confused. I'm very confused yeah. by that. But I mean, you know. It's, it's kind of sad because I'm watching a show, a show on Amazon, The Boys, and one of the superheroes ran through a lady and they're willing they're giving forty million dollars because he ran through a lady. And they're going to give $12 million. I know it's a movie. But in, in real life, they're going to give $12 million for police brutality, wrongfully killing a young lady. But in a movie, they're going to give $40, $40 million for someone getting killed by a superhero. By a so I'm like, this, this, to me, this doesn't make sense. $12 million, there's no amount of number you can put on the value of someone's life. What they should do is take that, instead of the money, it's really... One arrest those goddamn police. They is non-touchable. They are nobody but people who committed to do a service who didn't do the service they committed to. By solution, do not pass gold. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Put them in jail. Secondly, put take that money, make things in right of her. Saying like, make that whole street, buy the whole building. I don't put a whole name on it. You know what I'm saying? And then make laws that'll make change for the future. Because unless we make laws, that that money gonna be gone. People want a lot of you all the time. If you ain't got money, you ain't gonna know how to how to have money. So I'm not saying if they didn't have money, they money, but that's what happens to a lot of people who win the lottery. You don't have money, you get all these millions of dollars, and they broke them three years and four years because they don't know what the concept of money is and how to keep it and have it, right? So to me, money can be all you can do is leave money for people to fight over. Okay, you know what I'm saying? That's that. So what can we do now? Let's make things now. So I hope that with that money, that they can do now also too enforce some actual laws in the law so we get these bad apples up out of the place and, 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 and get to the good and, and you know put people that want to be there don't want to commit to the service and be there and, yeah. and, and be we say they're going to be that's why I feel um, but yes this has been awesome almost almost see you it's been a little, a little lengthy today but um, we definitely got through it um, it's going to um, you know read through it again for those people who are watching who may want to you know be a part may tune in late and get a chance to get it all um, you know, give you a recap. Make sure without further ado, you, you like, comment, subscribe. You follow us on YouTube. You follow us on Spotify. You follow us on uh, uh, something. Tell me, um, Spotify, um, I heard radio. That's it. Um, make sure you follow us because we're out here. Uh, a year and some change plus we've been doing this. So without further ado, um, these are the topics for homeless people. You guys want to be a part of it. The first thing we talked about was Amazon winning. Um, Amazon, according to Amazon.com, in the past year. Um, well, Amazon is going to be set to open up a thousand neighborhoods from our hub. This was, that was the topic. So, I mean, according to Amazon.com, in the past um, year, Amazon has gone from 1,800,000 a share to now high as 3,500 a share. Also, in the pandemic, Jeff Bezos has doubled in the billions of his network. And um, Aaron feels that the, these new upcoming neighborhood distribution things that can get prime members their orders the same day now, make sure you know that, are very exciting. But the downside is this. It will probably put more mom and pop shops out of business. Anyone doesn't feel that a company should be punished just because they aren't winning. Amazon is winning. 
Aaron remembers his discussion with his dad about monopolies and the necessity for checks and balances. What can these mom and pop main stores, our main street stores, USA shops do to combat Amazon? If you guys want to comment, like, comment, subscribe, um, comment below, let us know. We do, you know, respond back. Second time that we talk about people.com, and uh, Andrew Gullum says, I identified bisexual in his first interview since the host of Sandy with another man. So the question and topic was this for our LGBTQ plus community why does it put more harm than good when a public figure is pushed out of, um, out of the closet under negative circumstances? Why does it do more good than harm? Ultimately, the person is still adding to our few collection numbers, right? This has many, this has happened so many times before, and some choose to revel in the truth while others choose to continue to deny it. Is it a sign that we're making progress? Just to know, let us know in the comment box below. Third topic we talked about was, according to YouTube, a YouTube interview with Sister Lisa Simlin, they believe that Janet Jackson doesn't have enough kids to go against Mr. Elliott. Topic we talked about was this. Yes, Janet's been in the industry many more years and has a fan base out of this world. Missy has also produced many hits for other artists, in addition to our own hits. This is probably what this is meant by Missy can you know, be multiple people. For our best just questions, we have three. First question was, why is Janet Jackson a good matchup for Versus? Why isn't a good matchup for Versus? And the third thing was, if they did the Versus, what two songs from each artist would be, uh, would be their first two first songs? And last but not least, uh, we just ended with a New York Times article about me, Tiana Taylor family receiving $12 million settlement from the city of Louisville. So Aaron says, um, he started to say even the verbiage using the article is problematic and represents the long problem. The, I mean, represents the problem, sorry. Is it the $12 million worth of justice or $12 million worth of stupid a bigger issue under the world? The promise also promised to make substantial changes. Aaron must say that most cops are wonderful and uh, there are a few bad apples in the, in the, in the already uh, in the problematic system. Aaron also agrees with Chris Rock who said, some professions, we simply can't afford to have bad apples like uh, airlines can't afford to have bad, um, bad apple power. So if you guys are, um, like what we did, please like, comment, um, comment below. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to be tuned to what we do each and every week. And, you know, that has been a whole secret today. So, you know, we'll give it some right to you. Uh, maybe